0: Oh, this ball's in the air for a long time McCaffrey's able to pull it down And he's going in for the touchdown Jawan Jennings with a touchdown pass And now set up in the red zone Trying to take the lead Mahomes goes for it right away Wide open Touchdown Valdez-Scantling One second on the play clock Second and nine Purdy's pass Caught Jennings Did it What an effort Breaking tackles now he's thrown for a touchdown and caught another. First and goal. Mahomes flings it. <laughs> it's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on the home of the Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550.
1: Nance and Romo, I'll tell you one thing. So you were at a party, so you maybe weren't as keyed into everything that Nance and Romo and Gene Steratore yep. had to say that I was. Um, or Dora the Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> She was on Nickelodeon. One thing Romo did a bunch, Josh, and I don't know if you you picked up on this as well. Romo almost treated 30 different plays like they were sudden death plays. For the Super Bowl! And this is a throw for the Super Bowl! Like, buddy, it's second and six. Did you notice the play, literally the play, like right before the play to win the game happened. He was standing there going, "All right, so if anyone knows What's going on with the clock here? Anyone has any questions? They didn't call a timeout because there's a second overtime. And he's just like going on and on as the ball's being snapped, yep. just talking about how the clock is running out. Yep. And it, it was just the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, every play was for the Super Bowl. Explanations, a lot of... I think this is where people say word vomit. There's a little bit of that. I cannot decide from listening to all your guys' reviews of Romo last night whether I would have hated him or loved him because I like the information stuff he would have been doing, but that stuff, him yelling after the winning play, or that as the snap would have drove me crazy. Hey, good news. Next year it's going to be Brady. On the oh, it, don't do them ten this morning. We a, had to do that. You had to remind me of that today. It's a Fox Super Bowl, and that means it's Tom Brady. I need him to not actually... Well, he's, getting, he's voting for MVP now, so yes, I he think is. he has to follow through on uh, being up there in the booth. A couple potential NFL kickoff opponents for the Chiefs. You know, you win, you host. They have home games against these four teams. You tell me who the best opening night matchup is. Okay. Houston. Pretty good. Baltimore. Pretty good. Cincinnati. Yes. Chargers. I think I think Bengals. Chargers, I think Bengals should be the one. The Chargers and Ravens play and that looks like a good opener for those two teams. Yep. So Burrow. Burrow. Burrow's back. Yep. At Kansas City start of the season. That's that's the one, Could be I it. think. 8030550. On the Bills, on the Chiefs, on the Dynasty, on another win for Mahomes and company and a Chiefs team that uh maybe more than ever through this process, is not going away. They are young. They are great on defense. They're going to restock their offense. They have cap room. They have to re-sign Chris Jones and LeJarius Sneed. But, man, more than ever, the Chiefs look like a team that is, you know, dynasty is often a phrase that's used, Joe, to say, well, that's three in five years. Is that a dynasty? And in this case, I think it should be represented as, they're in the midst of it, and there is no indication that they're going to stop. They're, they're in, yeah, they're in the beginning, maybe. This is like a quarterback in age 25 season. He's 28. But, yeah, you're in your prime. They are in their prime yeah. and winning Super Bowls in down years. Right. eight hundred three hundred five fifty and 1-888-552-550. Jeremy and Joe, you want to give us a call on the game, on the overtime strategy that Kyle Shanahan invoked uh, on Kelsey screaming, and, and lots of stuff to get to. Tom in San Antonio. Hey, Tom.
2: Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, Tom. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just driving up uh, 35 here and uh, kind of reflecting on, you know, where the Bills are in position in Kansas City and was thinking about that last game and how, you know, very competitive we were. Um, and, and thinking about draft picks and misses or not misses, to me the common denominator, unfortunately, I think for Bills fans and myself included is like, we're stuck with McDermott and now younger, unproven coordinators trying to go up against Hall of Fame coaches. And, and you guys tell me, I mean, when you compare those, where are we at as far as coaching staff versus like Kansas City's coaching staff,
1: what do you think? It's a it's a great question, Tom. Last night, going into that game, what I thought was, you have the two best offensive minds in football. Yeah. Yep. In Reed and Shanahan. Yep. Or two of them. Maybe McVeigh is there. Maybe Mike McDaniel's there. Maybe one of the hot new guys, Ben Johnson. Whatever. You have two elite head coach. Guys-run organizations. Say what you will about Shanahan. He's been to the Super Bowl twice. He's been to the NFC. Shanahan has almost the Mahomes resume in terms of how far they make it in seasons. Mm-hmm. And without a stud quarterback. Mm-hmm. Without a guy that he, d- makes magic. He's kind of he's kinda like young Andy Reid. Yeah. Isn't he? A little bit. Isn't he? His career kind of off to the same start. Reid went to, what, one Super Bowl? But wasn't it like three conference championship games? They kept... So yeah. it's, cl- it's close enough. And... Reedhead McNabb, you know Purdy, whatever you, you can go far enough, but it's the same thing where the guy's been super close, and he just hasn't got all the way there yet. But no, he is absolutely one of the best. And and what play they have in the league, so they have that the, the the Chiefs do, and then they have a head coach. I'm sorry, a defensive coordinator in Steve Spagnuolo. Yeah, and this is this is I think key. He has been a head coach before, and failed. Yeah, did not go well when he was the head coach. Of the Rams way back when. Is he just satisfied to be an amazing defensive coordinator, probably make the Hall of Fame and win Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. Because there's there's two things about the constant churn of coaches. right? When Ben Johnson didn't leave, it's, Wow, can you believe this young coach stayed in Detroit? That's amazing. In the case of Spagnolo, if a team wanted to hire him, would he even leave? You have an unbelievable setup. Where you have Reed and Spagnolo and they aren't going anywhere. Yeah. His his age plays into that too. He's sixty-four years old. And you saw these hiring cycles the last couple of years where it's all young guys. So teams are maybe hesitant to even even if they thought Spagnolo would make a great head coach, i I've said this about Belichick. Like you bring him in and you're maybe getting five great years, yeah. like you're not getting the fifteen year run with him just because of age. So, he might be at a point in his life where he knows, like, I, it, this isn't happening again. It might be hard enough to get a job as a defensive coach, as it is. Right. Like, the league skews young, the, use, the league skews offense. Here you have Spagnolo, who has the most ever championships as a defensive coordinator four. So, the Chiefs, you know, what kind of coaching edge do they have in the Bills? Well, if you want to match it up on sides of the ball yeah. Spagnolo versus McDermott. It might be pretty close to even. It might be pretty close to even. I'd say Spagnolo has a better reputation for coming up big in big moments. Yeah. Yes. And on yeah. the offensive side, I've got Andy Reid against Joe Brady, which is not much different than Andy Reid against Ken Dorsey, which is, I got a guy that is a Hall of Famer against the guy who is ready to prove himself. So if you're, if, yeah. if you're comparing those two, I mean, yeah, the Chiefs have... They have the, I, they have the advantage. Yeah, I don't think there's any any doubt about that. Right now. That doesn't mean it has to stay that way. I mean, if but part of the ecosystem is that if Joe Brady becomes in year 1 as a full-time offensive coordinator, amazing, he's gone. Right, uh, that's then, the and then the Chiefs And then we're under Ronald Curry as the Bills offensive coordinator. Ronald Curry. You're just waiting for the Chiefs You're just waiting for Reed to retire. That's the only way you're getting out of that, right? The the next time the Bills have the advantage there, year to year to year. I mean, it's, it's when Reed and Spagnuolo retire. That's it. And who knows when that's going to be. There was a story yesterday that the Chiefs are going to give Reed a multi-year extension like now. And he didn't give an indication that he's about to retire. So we'll probably do this again next year when they're in the Super Bowl. And we'll be you know, like, well, if, if Reed says he'll retire, then I'll root for them. But he might go five more years. He might go six more years. Who knows? Yeah. So as long as he's the head coach, I, I feel like they're going to be the team that has the advantage on that over the Bills. And I'm not trying to make it sound like we're all doom and gloom or not, but thinking about it, where can the Bills get a leg up on them? Where can the Bills get an advantage? You know, Tom calls in and asks about coaching. And laying that out, Andy Reid's staying. He's going to be great. And Steve Spagnuolo is staying, and he is great. Where can the Bills get a leg up? Mm. It's going to be tough. I don't know. You can't, I mean... Are they going to be better on defense next year than the Chiefs are? The Bills, I yeah. mean, they, could they get on the level? Sure, they could get on the level. McDermott has consistently had excellent defenses if they stay healthy. But how can they? But get, right, how do they get better? Where can they get an edge on the Chiefs? Drafted a bunch of receivers. Okay, does that mean I'm going to get an edge at just generally on offense? Because a lot of people would expect the Chiefs to bounce back this year and be back near the top. And I, but I also expect them to do the same thing. I don't want to be all doom and gloom either, but I I don't see I mean the Chiefs will have to make their decisions, you know? They this is not gonna happen in a vacuum. They could just match everything the Bills do this offseason and more because they have more money. So how do the Bills get an advantage? I don't know. Their their linemen, if they sign Chris Jones, like their line is under contract. The Bills line is not. And if they the Bills could go draft a receiver and hit on it. At the end of the first round. And so can the Chiefs. And they can also sign a much better free agent. So it might be tough for this offseason. It might be hard for me to see them at anything. Getting to a point where I feel like, oh yeah, you you close the gap. You close the gap. I, I don't see myself feeling any which way. This off season that they'll close the gap. It will, I think, be well. You've got Josh Allen, and as long as you have Josh Allen, you have a puncher's chance against them. I, th- I think that's how I'll have to just—I'll dis- have to convince myself that they can beat the Chiefs next year. It's just you're going to run it back, and you've got Allen, and you've got Diggs, and you- that's, that's going to have to be enough. Sean in Buffalo. Hey, Sean. My guys,
2: how you doing today? Good, Sean. Good, Sean. Good morning. Uh, quick statement. you know, the whole year I was hearing a lot about McDermott. This, you know, the coaching staff was under scrutiny fire. But after the Chiefs just keep doing this, it's like it reminds me of Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan. You know, what are you going to do against them, guys? You can have a stacked team. It just doesn't seem to matter. When the pressure's on, these guys get better. They got their plan, and they just execute. And I can't even hate on that.
1: Bulls comparisons? Maybe. How did the the Rockets feel during the the first three years of, or not the Rockets who, who was losing to them every year the, the Pistons N- the Knicks were losing to them the every Knicks. year. All right how did the, the Knicks, Knicks feel? The, the, the Bills were the Knicks yeah and what am I supposed to do every year right I'm gonna need I'm gonna need my go play baseball that's <laughs> right. that's what I need yep go do that and then when they got through they lost to the Rockets <laughs> right yeah I don't know they can't win every year the Patriots didn't win every year that's right. The but Chiefs haven't even won every year. Like there will the, be the, the, a the, sweet spot in there once in a the, while. The, the Chiefs haven't won every year. However, they are two overtime losses in the AFC Championship game away from six consecutive Super Bowls. Right. Right. When's the? They've made four of six. Did we do this already? What's the last time they lost a playoff game in regulation? It was the Super Bowl to the to the oh, Bucks. Sorry, right? We did do this. Yeah, but no. The point is they've not lost. A non-Super Bowl playoff game in regulation. Yeah. In like six years. Six years. (laughs) Six years. Four Super Bowl appearances and two overtime AFC championship losses. Right. One of which was the old rules, the coin toss special. New England being them on a coin toss special. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I've got the Twitter question up. Where can the Bills get a leg up on the Chiefs? Give us a call on that if you want. eight zero three zero five fifty. 550 Mike in East Aurora. Hey, Mike. Morning, guys. Uh, a lot of coaching strategy talk today, but uh, you just talked about overtime, Jeremy. I was wondering what you thought about Shanahan receiving the ball in overtime as opposed to kicking off new overtime rules that guarantees you a possession. San Francisco had the ball third and, or fourth and four. And
0: wound up kicking a field goal. Whereas maybe if they knew what KC
1: did first, they would have gone for it there. Maybe had a different outcome. Just curious to what your thoughts were on that. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. I, I, the thing I said earlier to Joe is I don't know that it's a slam dunk you would want the ball second. Your trade off is it comes out of this. What's more valuable to you, knowing what you need if you get it second, or being the only team that will have a chance to win in sudden death? Yeah, or the the first team in sudden death. Shanahan was asked about it and said they would have known going in what they were going to do. He said they spoke it about it with their analytics team, and I saw Seth Walder on this as well. Like the the analytics community, what are you supposed to do in this spot? He basically said we're still new with this format, so we're you know we're gonna have to see how it plays out over years and trials. But th- what I saw initially was. Mm-hmm. Kick the ball versus take it is, is a coin toss. Like That is not a glaring error. I, I did think it was defensible, what he did. Yeah. I would not have done it, and I think that after seeing it, it made me feel even stronger. I mean, I, the team that got it first, I guess, lost, so that could be working here, too, towards this. But I think after seeing the way it was executed... I just would rather be the team with more information, which is the team that goes second. I want to know if, how many. I want to know if I need to go for it on fourth downs. I want to know if I need if I'm okay kicking a field goal here. I I just I, I want to be the team with the info. But even that, that that assumes not every one of these games. So the game the rule was changed after the 13 seconds game, right? Where it's just touchdown, 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 touchdown. This was not a game of endless touchdowns. It was a game no. of field goals, right? A lot of field goals. And long field goals, too. So, for the Niners there to say, we'll take the ball and kick a field goal, the idea they could, at any point, make one play on defense, there's a strip, there's a fumble, there's a pick, the game ends. If you hold them to a field goal, anywhere on the field, something you had been doing most of the game, Mm -hmm. then you get the ball with a chance to win it with a field goal. So, again, Seth 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 Walter, ESPN Analytics, Here's the three things they said about overtime. Number one, ball first or second is acceptable. Either option. Because, again, it's not as simple as, it's not the college football overtime format where you're going to decide what you're going to, because you don't even know if you're going to get in range. You're not getting the ball at the 25 right. armed with the information. It's full field. Right. He did say, first possession team scores, they should kick a point after. Yeah. First possession team scores a touchdown and kicks point after, the second team should go for two. But we don't know if NFL coaches are willing to do that. Had the Niners scored a touchdown, would Andy Reid have gone for two? Or or would he just kick off and say, let's make a stop? Now we're in the overtime format that existed 10 years ago, which is just sudden death, make a stop. I can't believe there's a coach in the league, even as conservative as possible, that would be okay giving the other team the ball back with a field goal to win it. Come on, there's no way. Maybe there is. Would Tomlin do it? You know, maybe Reed would do it. I, that one would be nuts to me. If a team willingly gave the ball back to the other team, only needing a field goal to win it, it is another. You know, to defend Shanahan a little bit here about like how the game was going, because especially without the numbers, you're you are you're only going by your gut. You're only going by the feel of it. In the whole four quarters of regulation. The Chiefs had one touchdown drive. One play, 16 yards. Their only touchdown of the game in regulation was a one play, 16-yard drive of a punt. So what is Shanahan thinking there? He's probably thinking, they have not done this to me all game. Not one time have they drove the field to score a touchdown. That's even, by the way, making me more angry that the Chiefs found a way to win the game. Yeah. They went four quarters and did not have a single time where they drove the ball to score a touchdown. And they won. I think taking That's the unbelievable. Ball, I think taking the ball is defendable. It's not like they didn't know all the information going in, of course. Like, your point about, you know, what were the Chiefs done on this fourth? Fourth and, fourth and nine at the 25, what do the Chiefs do? They kick. And then you're happy that you decided to take the ball first, fourth and one from the 25. What do the Chiefs do? Well, this is your point. They have information. They go for that because they know the best case we can do is tie this, give them the ball and give them sudden death. So Shanahan, his explanation was the right explanation for why you would do it, which is we wanted the ball third. He is thinking about trading scores and their problem comes when they get that third down play and they don't. Get it to the end zone. Thanks, Mike, for the phone call. 803-0550-1888-550-2550 to join us. Have a lot of tweets on uh, what the Bills can do to get a leg up on the Chiefs. Does anything sound uh, reasonable? Pay the NFL script writer. <laughs> <That> <laughs> there came it, in there we go. Matt wrote that. Yeah. Uh, John writes in, be healthier at the end of the season. Yeah, linebackers, right? Hey, you never know, you could just blow out an Achilles running onto the field. Like Dude, Drake that really guy. Long. Right. Oh, it was Achilles? Not ACL? I thought it was Achilles. It might have been ACL. I thought it was Achilles. No, it might you might be right. Um man, that's that's like next year, too, for that guy, if that ends up being the case. Listen, they we I think saw in the first half importance of linebacker, I saw the Niners. Even after Greenlaw left, they had this the <laughs> career special teamer guy who was technically their backup Mike Linebacker, and they were playing him more in the middle, and they were shadowing Travis Kelsey with Fred Warner. And Warner was covering him for two quarters. And then Kelsey got you know going, and I lost my Kelsey ha- under bet. Halfway through that game, it felt like it was going to be a Kelsey nightmare game. If he was held off the score sheet, yeah. held up, uh, you know... What he had one yard at halftime. One yard. One yard. He had one yard and one physical altercation with his coach at halftime, <laughs> and one tackle and one tackle. <laughs> he had the same amount. He was having a nightmare game. Yeah. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Matt Beauvais points out the Chiefs come here next season, and so do the Niners. They both come to Buffalo this year. The Chief game is going to feel like it doesn't matter to me. Yep, that stinks, right? <laughs> They're, if they – I'm almost going to – Well, it'll it, be it'll be annoying if they win the game because what will that get met with? Doesn't matter. It'll be the whole football world going, oh, yeah, you'll beat them in the regular season. Yeah. Go, <laughs> Congratulations. Hang your – Nick Wright, I can see it now. He's, yeah. he's already got that September banner ready even, to go. That guy being happy this morning, by the way. That's e- how you make it feel. Even if it's the Bills get it to lock up the one seed, it'll be – it's fine. Mahomes just go there and win. But the Bills have entered – The farthest reach of it, nothing matters until you win the whole thing. Yeah. Especially with that other team over there. 803-0550. 1-888-550-2550. Jeremy and Joe, if you're on hold, stick with us. We'll get to your calls. Sal's going to join us today to commiserate and chat about this game from last night as well. Super Bowl 58. To the Chiefs.
0: You know, I'm gonna go with the underdog, and I know everybody—that's City, even though they're favored, because everybody has been picking San Francisco. But I'm gonna take Kansas City in high-scoring game, 31 to 27. I'm sorry, San Francisco, 31 to 27 over Kansas City.
1: Phil Sims picking the underdog. Wait, but they're the favorite. But I mean, I'm so give me the Niners. I mean the Chiefs. I mean the Niners make a pick man <laughs> he, he uh his contract expires that yeah. whole panel i think except right. for james brown just new got, guys james brown just got redone and then jj watt and nate burleson are under contract but like the rest of them cower sims mm-hmm. uh Siason, and is there one more i'm forgetting one of the Mar- no marino's been gone well, either way they're gonna they might have a whole new panel next year got a stat of the day for you joe Stat of the day is brought to you by Seneca Gaming and Irving, home of the biggest biggest bingo payouts and slot machines with thousands won daily. Play a little game with stat of the day. Okay. You guys can guess what it is. This was the first Super Bowl without a blank. The first Super Bowl without a blank. F- Not first. one blank. 58 Super Bowls in. Um... The first Super Bowl without... Was there an extra point in this game? There was one. Never mind. Um, There was a pick, right? So it's not that. Is it something to do with penalties? Because there wasn't that many penalties. There were not many penalties. It is not anything to do with penalties. A challenge. A kick return. Oh. There was not one kickoff return. Yeah, thirteen kicks, all touchbacks. Well, most of them out of the back of the end zone. Yes, in fact, didn't Butker hit the upright from? He did twice, from kickoffs. Yes. Yeah. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe here on WGR, asking uh, what the Bills can do to get a leg up on the Chiefs. How can they get an advantage on this team that has been well dominant in the NFL? And gets an overtime win last night. Also on Kyle Shanahan's overtime strategy on Kelsey. We haven't gone really all in on the Kelsey thing. Yeah. What are we gonna say, right? The Kelsey thing isn't him bumping Andy Reid. Yeah, I, I, to I l- point out if he did that to a referee, you'd have been out of the game. That's right. I like to get snarky on it and kind of just you know apply the standards that are applied to other players to winning players, right? But yeah, you know it is what it is. Andy Reid said he loved it. He loves that from Kelsey. He wants to win. Dennis in Lockport. Good morning, Dennis.
0: Hey guys. Hey, well, I think my point with the the Bills getting beaten uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they got to treat them like how they did New England when we finally met up with them and took their number away from us. But the other part is maybe some answers need to be: What happened that caused so many injuries this past year on our defense and on our team? Is it bad conditioning? There other things that are not going on. And the other part is McDermott needs to get the offense and the defense together as a team, working together, uh, trying to figure out what our opponents are doing, especially Kansas City, and come out in the beginning of the year like they finished off this year. On Anything. Just go out there and, you know, destroy teams like they they did here. Don't give up. Um, That's really, you know, when you watch them, they're a good team. What they don't have is they're letting the jinx get to them, and they're also getting too many injuries that throughout the season cost them to be in the situation they were at this year. I'll leave you guys there for your answer.
1: All right, Dennis. Well, injuries are often bad luck. Yep. That's the number one thing that injuries are, bad luck. I guess that's what they need, though, right? They need need to get lucky. They need to go into a Chiefs playoff game with like no major critical injuries i'll, I'll say it's, it's bad luck but i'll also say this they lost significant players in the miami game and in the steelers playoff game yeah and if you are the one seed sure you still have to win your playoff games but what did baltimore get that buffalo didn't two weeks to avoid major injury right and they still lost to the chiefs and the bills could definitely lose to the chiefs yep if they yep. were healthy but the bills lost Effectively, Douglas, Bernard, Dodson, Davis, all in those last two weeks. Yeah. Those are important players. I mean, it's kind of a cop-out to say injuries, but don't you think most Bills fans think if Bernard and Milano were healthy for that game, they would have won? Yes, people think that. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. True. It's just that was the only week all year they looked like that. Where it was effortless. How often did it look effortless for the Chiefs' offense? Rarely, but that was the game where it did because you had AJ Klein off the couch playing. So again, I don't want to say that's all of it. Anyway, they have to be more consistent. I, I think. Listen, as much as they were injured on defense, we've we've pointed this out. They were banged up all year on defense, and their offense never got hurt. And that's not that's not an excuse for them. No. Although I also saw that Allen had three touchdowns against the Chiefs this, this playoffs, and the rest of the teams they played had four. Total. So, There's an answer to something you've been asking for. Yeah. The Chiefs would have gone for two. Yes. Did you see uh, the ringer piece? Yep. Lindsey Jones? Justin Reed said they rehearsed it and planned it all week, had the game gone to overtime, and the Niners scored a touchdown, and the Chiefs come back down the other way, they, they would have gone for two and gone for the win. And he said that they've known about it since training camp. Or they've talked about it since training camp, Uh, and Jones said they rehearsed it right. And then that piece also mentioned that multiple 49ers players said after the game they weren't even aware the overtime rules were different in the playoffs. So that's only a couple of guys out of 53. Maybe you know Shanahan talked about with Purdy uh, or someone, but you know that story is making it sound like that the Chiefs have been preparing all year for that scenario, and that the Niners just showed up and winged it. Eight oh three oh five fifty overtime. David and Wilson. Hey, David.
2: Hey, gentlemen. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. Good. So, I think the only way that we could get a leg up on the Chiefs, man, is hoping that somehow Travis Kelsey retires, right? You know, he's got his podcast now. Got his billionaire girlfriend. Maybe he'll like retire. Because I remember he said going into this, this is a you know a Super Bowl he wants more than others. Maybe Hinton possibly at that. And then, you know, have him retire and then pray that they don't land like any major free agent wide receiver like Mike Evans or, uh, what, T. Higgins or, uh, you know, what's the other guy from the Colts? i um, Frank Bryant, right? Michael, Michael Pittman.
1: Michael Pittman, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I figured then that, that would be a situation where I feel like we'd have substantially better offensive weapons than them because I feel like, you know, the, the guys that they have, they're good. They don't have like, that number one guy that they lean on. You know what I mean? Which for, like, you know, Mahomes has always had Kelsey. So I feel like if you can maybe possibly take that away, maybe might be our only chance to possibly get a leg up on these guys. Otherwise, I really don't know
1: how. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, David. Yeah, what you really need is, you know, you you're, you need you need results. You need better results. On the idea of, like, out-weaponing them, who will have better weapons next year? It's a good question. The Chiefs have gone through overhauls before, right? The Tyreek Hill trade was an overhaul, and that didn't even yeah. really go well from a weapon standpoint. They, they – they poured their essence into their defense and they hit there's probably well, there's probably Joe a really deep dive to be made here that since 13 seconds the difference between the Bills and the Chiefs is that the Chiefs have drafted expertly and the Bills have not is that fair pretty much like they nailed Trent McDuffie he's the first team all pro yeah. the Bills got jumped as the Chiefs went up and took McDuffie, yeah. there's plenty of reporting out there that the bills were probably going to take him instead the bills take Kyer Elam, and that mm-hmm. has not gone as well as a first team all pro corner in Trent McDuffie. Well, and the bills have drafted fine, like they've gotten players they've gotten starters, but like McDuffie is an all pro like Kansas City is getting star players, yep. They got, they got their Trey White They got their yeah. Trey White and they that pick, and the Bills got a guy that doesn't play. Yeah, and I know Sneed is a, a year or two before that, but Sneed kind of the same thing. Like they've they've their hits are like big hits. You know, so out weaponing them, though, I don't think is impossible. I don't know that I'd bet it because the Chiefs have more assets to play with, but what do you need to do that? What you what you really might need, let's start a tight end. You need Kelsey. Kelsey's coming back. So What you need is this year to not be about the injury he had in training camp or whatnot that, oh, no, this was the first year of the decline. He's going to be 35 years old during next season, early next season. He'll turn 35, and you need him to, I think, have that steady decline while Dalton Kincaid is going up. And then you need to hit on your receiver pick and then to miss on their receiver pick. That's how you have better weapons. But are we really going to hang our hat on when Kelsey leaves, Mahomes won't be the same? That feels like a really big wish. No, but we saw what Brady looked like at the end when Gronk left. Was that Gronk left or everybody left? Because they kept him but without anybody to help him on offense, right? And I know the Chiefs will try to avoid that, but they right now are they like they need to find it, right? If Kelsey left tomorrow, who, who's the who's the guy? They're in the same position. They have nobody. They are Rice. They have Rasheed Rice. Shouldn't say nobody. But he, he would be it in terms of their entire weaponry. Like, they have one second-round pick who had a pretty good rookie year. Like, they need to rebuild it. I, I think well, they will. As you pointed out, they could sign Michael Pittman and draft one. Right, that's what I mean. I think they're going to do it. But they, you know, this will be the offseason where they try to do it. They're going to go pay money probably to do it, and they might draft one on top of it, which is why I don't like the Bills' odds. I don't I, I don't think it's impossible that they can get ahead in that department. But you're playing – You have. They have more cards in the deck yeah, than this, you do. this year. Bills are fourteen to one to win the Super Bowl, I saw they open at. The Chiefs are five to one, which is a pretty big gap. Three times more likely. Yeah. Right now it's a that's a pretty big gap. Julian in Buffalo. Good morning.
2: Good morning, fellas. Um I'm just gonna go on a quick little rant, but let, I just wanna say this, this is all opinionated. I, it's not facts, especially when we're on Twitter. All everything we say is all opinionated. Let's not argue about oh, you're right, you're wrong. But anyways, um to answer your guys' question, one thing we need to be to beat the Chiefs, we just need better coaching the day of. we, The Bills and Chiefs pretty much break even. They're even teams. It's just the day of their coaching schemes or however it is, they just win. And we just fall short when it comes to defense or however. But what I want to say is now these guys won like the third or fourth Super Bowl, how much success is it really from Mahomes? Or is it Andy Reid? Because in my opinion, I feel like it's really Andy Reid. And when I watch the Chiefs play, it's very easy for Mahomes to make plays. Now, compared to the Bills, it's like every single time Josh got got the ball, he has to work a miracle or run out the pocket just to... The opposite with the Chiefs, where Andy Reid's schemes just has Kelsey wide open, which kind of still blows my mind to this day. This man is just always wide open. And when I see him run a route, not his elite route running. He's just open. He finds the right zone to get open and make the play. So, my question to you guys is: How much is the chief success on Mahomes, or is it on uh, Andy Reid, or is it just collective to everybody? They got Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame. Yeah, quarterback, yes. of Fame, they've got
1: and- <laughs> they've got two all time greats working together. Yes, both. Yep. yep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. Like, I mean, you get them both together, and this is how it looks. I mean, if, you know, if Reed had a different franchise-level quarterback, he'd probably win a Super Bowl as well. Would he win three? I find right. that hard if to had, believe. If but he had Brock Purdy for the last six seasons, they don't make four Super Bowls. He's no. still the same coach and r- no. probably really good, but they probably don't make four Super Bowls. Right. They'd be probably what they were before. With Alex Smith, which is... Good and competitive. Yeah. I think he's a great coach. One of the best ever. But three Super Bowls in five years didn't happen before Mahomes showed up. And they've done it while taking things away from Mahomes in the process. Yeah. Yeah, like this year it didn't look easy for him. For the totality of the year, first half of that game yesterday, like that that was the norm. Things looked hard. Well, we got to a spot, Joe, where I said I will never again in my life pick the Bills to beat Tom Brady when he's on the field. And with Mahomes, I will never again believe something is going to put him off. Oh, he lost the best receiver in football and won back-to-back Super Bowls. What happens when he loses the best tight end in football? He wins four in a row? Like, well, he's going to lose Reed. Okay. And someone else will just be like, oh, I'll take the best quarterback in football. I mean, I'm never going to doubt him. Never. This was the year to doubt him. Again, though, he only had one touchdown drive the whole game, and it was in overtime. Tom Brady, four won quarters, Tom, they didn't have one. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl, scoring thirteen. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> Goat. Ugh. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Give us a call. Sal coming up top of the hour as uh, we roll through this Super Bowl post game season eulogy, whatever you want. I don't know. The Chiefs win again. Aren't you thrilled? Be caller five right now to win a pair of tickets to see Tower of Power on Saturday, March 2nd at OLG Stage at Fallsview Casino at 8 p.m., plus a $100 dining voucher for Overtime Sports Lounge. You must be 19 years of age or older to win. For tickets, visit fallsviewcasinoresort.com. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. Happy Monday. It was a nice weekend. Got some good weather. Got outside. Yep. It was supposed to rain on Saturday and then ended up kind of not, depending on where you were. Went to the hockey game. Nice. Kids' Day game. Fun? Sure. What does that mean? <laughs> From a kid's day standpoint. The only tweet I remember seeing of yours during the game was just twenty three, twenty four. The year with the hot dogs. It was the year with the hot dogs. Did you is, get the hot dog, by the way? I did not get the hot dog. Because that one I saw pictures of and it actually looked really good. Yeah, it did look good. I did not get the hot dog. Kids day. The Sabres do a great job with kids day. And, uh, you know, on the ice. Yeah, on the ice. We're we're over it. Yeah, well, maybe that's tomorrow. We'll see. We're, we're too busy complaining about the Super Bowl outcome. Who was going to be the MVP if they make the stop? Who, the Niners? Yeah. The Niners. Or if the, Niners, the, the, Niners. If the Niners. If the Niners stopped them on fourth down, McCaffrey, not Jawan Jennings, who had a touchdown pass and catch. McCaffrey had 100. Mo- most of it was receiving, but like 150 yards in a touchdown. Yeah. Again, most of it was receiving. He only rushed for 3.5 in attempt. but Jennings. He was 4 for 42 in a touchdown receiving and then a 21-yard passing touchdown. I don't know. It would have been close. It would have had to been those two. It wouldn't have been Purdy, I don't think. Purdy, I saw interesting. Peter King. Like I, This is not how I thought of him. I didn't really think he was terrible in the game. But Peter King wrote in his Monday morning article about how Purdy went toe-to-toe all game with Mahomes. And, like, again, he wasn't bad. But, like, I don't know. Toe-to-toe. He was, he was fine. It wasn't some heroic effort, I thought, where he was making all these incredible plays. He made... I saw two passes of fifteen or plus air yards, which were both good. One was the McLeod, as you mentioned. Um, I don't want to say he was terrible. But there was not a Garoppolo moment where like he missed Emmanuel Sanders deep. If you, unless you want to say that about the one where he had Debo in the end zone, but he got hit because Spagnola threw the yeah. the blitz at him. There were, there were a couple plays where Chris Jones.
0: Chris hit, Jones. Hit him.
1: Yeah. One on a throw to Debo. Another one, Jawan Jennings got open. Yep. And he couldn't get the ball there because there was pressure. Right. So, I don't know. I thought he was fine. I wouldn't have given him MVP. could say that. 803-0550. 550 Front hold stick with us. We're going to get Sal in. A we'll little round table on it a little bit as uh, we pick through the Chiefs' third Super Bowl win in the Patrick Mahomes era. They've made it a bunch, they've won it a bunch, and uh, off we go into the 2024 season. Jeremy and Joe, you can give us a call. We've got an open phone line. Sale next on WGR.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours